The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Yevamot. Masechet Yevamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha Varvacha Mechol Maaseyadav may be zocheh to raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nahat, he should have many more children with health and happiness, and he should have berachah bakol mikol kol, him and his entire family, amen. Just a note of interest, as we study Masechet Yebamot, many of the cases need diagrams, we have chosen the Sefer Siurim, the Masechet Yebamot, as our uh, book for the diagrams written by Aaron Shalomo Berabi Baruch Moshe Hafner available in the bookstore so we refer to pages we are using uh, that sefer Daf Lamed Tet today's Daf is being studied the Adonishmat Avraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tenichinu Ben Eden Amen begin today's Daf on Lamed Tet Amud Bet and we start two lines <coughs> from the bottom to set up the sugya that we're involved in. Basically, we're answering over here one question that started off in the Mishnah that we learned on yesterday's daf. We had a case of a Shomeret Yavam that fell to Yibum. So the Mishnah said that Betelil and Betchamai both agree that her property, which means let's say she gets property at that point, we'll call that property her property, and she's, let's say she got an inheritance at that point. She's able to sell that property, and the sale is a sale, and she can do it. That implies to us that a Shomerit Yabam it has no connection to the Yabam. Which means the property that she gets is hers. She can sell it, she can do whatever she wants with it. Oh, so the end of the Mishnah, however, said that if, let's say, she fell to the Yabam, and then she died... So Bet Shammai said a property is split between the family of the Yavam and her family. So the Chaurah, the Gemara asked the question, Maishina Resha, Maishina Sefa. In the Resha, you tell me what she's, uh, gets property, it's hers, she can do whatever she wants with it, it's her property. So therefore the Chaurah, when she dies, whatever property she had, she go to her family. Why does it go to her, uh, to split it? Why does Bet Shammai say, Yahloku? So on yesterday's daft, the Gemara offered two answers to try to answer this uh, question. So now the Gemara is going to offer uh, other answers as well. Just to review the answers that we said yesterday. The first answer we said was the name of Ula. Ula wanted to say that the Resha is talking about where she fell to Yibum from Irusim. And therefore she's considered a safek arusa. This zika makes her a safek arusa. And a safek arusa, the deen is that whatever falls to her, even Betelel will agree that even though Betelel is by a regular arusa, she cannot sell the fields. In arusa, she's engaged. She only made a kiddushin. Let's say a regular made a kiddushin. Betelel said, she cannot sell property that comes to her. But the Yavad, it's okay. In the Safek, Betelel will agree she can even sell it. The Sefa was talking about where she fell to Yibum from a Nisu'in. Therefore, she has the status of a Safek Nisu'ah. That's what Gemara says, according to Ula. Therefore, Safek Nisu'ah. 
on the side that she's uh, married to this uh, Yavam, so she would not be allowed to sell the property. Uh, on the side that uh, she's not, so really uh, she would be sure when she dies, the property is split between her family, Kotebet Shammai, and the uh, Yavam. So that's the first answer of the Rishan de Sefa. One is she fell from the Erusin, and one is she fell from the Nisuin. Rava has a different answer. He questioned Ula. Rava gave an answer and said, No. Both of them are talking about what she fell from the Nisuin. And the difference in the case is that in the Resha, it's talking about where uh, she is uh, she is alive. And therefore... Um, she is considered a vadai, and they are considered a safek, because since she's alive, she has a claim against them. She can come along and say, that, listen, it's my, uh, it's my money, which means this nechseh midlog that we're talking about that she got, she's not married, she keeps the nechseh midlog, and even if she got married, the nechseh midlog really is still us, because uh, it's us regardless. So therefore, you want to come along now and take perot, the Shyavam, you want to take Perot? Uh, she has a claim. She says, I'm not letting you take Perot. I'm the Vadai. That's a fake Muslim the Vadai, and therefore she keeps it. In the Sefa, however, she's died. So therefore, in the Sefa, that she's not here, so then already both sides come along now and have claims. The first side comes along the Yavam and says, What do you mean? Uh, she says, Safek Nesua. And the side that she's mine, that she married me, it's my properties. I get it. And the other fair, her family comes along and says, No, on the Safek Nesua, on the side that you're not married, it's ours. And therefore, it's Mamona Mutab Safek. Mamona Mutab Safek. Holkin. That's why Bet Shammai will learn in the Sefa. So therefore, that's two ways. You have Ula's way, and you have Rava's way to answer the Resha and the Sefa. Comes the Gemara today and begins. Ama Bayama Arabiya gives the third answer. Resha denaflula kishihi shomerit yavam. The cases where the money fell to her or the fields fell to her, let's say when she was a Shomerit Yavam. However, and therefore when she's a Shomerit Yavam, she, she was married and then her husband died, now she becomes a Shomerit Yavam. At that point, she got a field. So the Gabbara says at that point when she gets a field, everybody's going to agree uh, that she could do whatever she wants with it, like a Tahira. She could sell it and the sale is a sale and everything is Kayam. However, Sefa. The end bit of Mishnah where it said that Bet Shammai says Yachloku Denaf Lula Kishit Tachtav Debal. It's talking about where she got the field when she was still married to the original husband. Oh, now let's analyze if she's still married to the original husband, and then she gets the field, and then her husband dies, and then she dies. In that case, so many Machlok Bet Shammai Bet Shammai is going to say Yachloku, and Bet Shammai is going to say that her family gets the whole field. Now what's the source of this Mahlokit? So the Gibraltar is going to explain. The Kasabara Baye Yado Kiyada. Now we have a fantastic Mahlokit in Masikat Kitubot when a lady is married. Now she has Nikhsim Midlog. She has her fields. At that point, who has a stronger right on that field? Not that it makes enough kamina really at this point, because really nobody can sell the field the husband eats the perot, and she owns the goof of the karka. But they want to know, in theory, at that point, from marriage, whose rights, whose hand is stronger than the field. So Abaye holds that, according to Betelel, in marriage, when it comes to the nechseh midlog, yado ki yada. They're equal. Equal. Nobody's hand is stronger. Oh, so 
Alibad de Betelel, when, let's say, the husband dies, and now she falls to, let's say, the Avam, so when the husband's not there, so now she becomes stronger. Now her Yad becomes stronger than his Yad. And therefore, after the death of the husband, she has a bigger right. And therefore, according to Betelel, since she has a bigger right, it's her field now. And therefore, in the event that she dies, the plot is going to go to her family. However, Bet Shammai holds that in marriage, uh, Yado is Adifa Miyada. His hand is stronger than her hand. His right is bigger. Therefore, if the death, it drops down a notch, now it becomes Yado Kiyada. Now it becomes equal. And therefore, the Shomerit Yabam that takes the place of the husband, he has now a equal claim. Because the Shomerit Yabam, he takes the, the Yabam, I'm sorry, Yabam, takes the place of the husband. So therefore, according to Bet Shammai, in marriage, Yado is more than Yada. Therefore, after, she, after he dies, it goes back down to Yadokia, that drops down a notch. Therefore, he has a right to Yabam. But she also has a right, Yadokia Yada. So therefore, in that case, Bet Shammai is going to say, split it. So according to, Bet, according to Abaye, the basic answer of the Gemara is, in the first part of the Mishnah, it felt that when she was a Shemitah Jabam. When it felt that when she was a Shemitah Jabam, she's a Muhzad, it's her property, she can do whatever she wants with it. Ah, uh, the end of the Mishnah, where we had a Mahlouk, but Shemai says, Yahlouk between the two families, the Yabam's family and her family, and Bethesda says, don't give it all to his fa- her, fa- uh, her family. That's talking about where it fell to her, the field, when she was married. And what is it based on? It's based on how do you look at, at the time of marriage, their rights. Betelel will hold, Abaye will hold in Betelel, that's what this Kabbalah means when it says Kasabar, Abaye Yadokiyada in Betelel, Talakaz like Betelel, he must hold that in marriage it's Yadokiyada, there's equal rights. And therefore, what happens at the time of the death of the husband? So then already her hand becomes stronger. Because there's no husband anymore. And therefore, his, her hand is stronger, so therefore the Yabam is going to get anything. Whereas according to Betchamah, he says, no, in the marriage already, Yado Adifa Miyada. And therefore, once he dies, it goes down to Yadokiyada. Equal, and therefore the Yavam takes the place of the husband. Once the Yavam takes the place of the husband, so therefore he has a right also. But Yadoki she has a right as well. Then when she dies, they split it. That's the way Abaye understands the uh, on the uh, the Mishnah. Comes the and says, Amar de Rava. Rava says like this. He says, I don't accept what you're saying. If the field felt that when she was married to the Baal, the Kulaaba lo peligi di Yado Adifa Miyada. He says, no, that was no machloket. Everybody holds in marriage, Yado Adifa. And therefore, when he dies, it's going to be Yado Kiyada. And therefore, everybody's going to agree in that case over there, you're going to have to split it between both, uh, both the Yavam and the ladies. It's not going to be a machloket in that case. Then we cannot explain the Mishnah like that. Which means, really, according to Rava, he doesn't hold in marriage, it's a machloket, it's Yado Kiyado, Yado Adifa. He says everybody holds in marriage Yado Adifa. Therefore, when he dies, it turns into Yado Kiyada. They're equal. And therefore, everybody's going to have rights when she dies. So we can interpret the Mishnah like this. So therefore, Rava gives the fourth interpretation to the Mishnah. I'll tell you both. Kadeshan, they say, that's talking about where the money fell, where the field fell from. What she was a Shemitah Shabbat. Resha de lo avad ba ma'amar. Sefa de avad ba ma'amar. Oh, we're throwing in the ma'amar factor. Which means, in the Resha, she was a Shemitah Shabbat. The field fell down. She didn't make a ma'amar. Ma'amar was not dumb. The avad did not make ma'amar. So there was no connection 
just a zika, but not a strong zika, and therefore it's her field. Ma'amar was not done, so it's not considered as if they're married. Therefore, she can do whatever she wants with the field. It's her field. She can sell it. The sale is a sale. She can even do it like a ta'ila. In the sefa, you know why Bet Shammai said that he has rights? Because it's talking about where she made, where he made a ma'amar. And we're going according to the opinion of Bet Shammai that says, the kasamar about ma'amar le Bet Shammai ose vaday arusa v'safek nisu'ah. And we're going according to Bet Shammai's opinion that ma'amar does something. Which is, if you remember, we learned earlier in the Masechet, maybe on the that according to Bet Shammai, when a person makes ma'amar, he holds minat Torah, it's considered his wife. Harehi ishto lechol davar. It's arusa vadai. It's like they're married. Arusa. Legabewat. If you remember, we had a case where we said, let's say, you had three brothers. Okay, two of them are married to two sisters, and one of them is not married. One of the brothers died. So the free brother, the brother that wasn't married, he made the ma'amar on this lady. The other brother died after that, and now uh, his wife also fell to Yibum. So according to Bet uh, Shammai, since he made ma'amar, it's considered he's married minat Torah, and therefore this second lady that Sarah will call her that falls, doesn't fall. And therefore he doesn't have to make not a Yibum and not a Haditha, because it's considered a Hotishto. And a Hotishto, you cannot follow, and if she turns to become Eshet Ah, and therefore, but Shemayos minat Torah ma'amar is considered ishto. And therefore, in the sefa, the case is talking about where the lady made the, she she fell to yibum. The guy made a ma'amar. After he made a ma'amar, the field came to her. According to Bet Shemayos, says once the field comes to her, when he made the ma'amar, so now really the avam is going to have uh, they're going to have rights. So therefore, in that case, Bet is going to say split. Then she died, obviously. So Bet is going to say that the Avam is going to get a chedek, and you have to give a chedek also to the uh, to the rights of the uh, of the uh, of her family as well. So comes the Gemara and says, "Let's read this inside." Ma'amad lebet shamai osav vaday arusav v'safek nisuan. And the Gemara explains what that statement means. Vaday arusa means she's considered a vaday lidhot besara, where she could push the sara away. Like I told you in the case just now, with the second yivama falls, she's not going to fall. She pushes away that second lady because she's considered married. However, v'safek nisuah, she's considered also what Ma'amad does makes her a safek nisuah lachlok benichasim leanyan. Monetary. That therefore, otherwise you can ask yourself a question. What do you mean? The Khawraf is considered a Vadai, the Yavam should get everything. We're saying no. She's considered like a money a Safik Nisu'ah. That's what Ma'amar does. And therefore she's considered part, maybe married to the Yavam. So on that side that she's married to the Yavam, the Yavam gets the money when she dies, the field. But the Safik. And therefore her, her family can also have a claim and therefore get as well. So therefore the second part of the Mishnah is talking about when she made a Ma'amar. She got the field, she died, Ma'amar is considered Safik Nisu'ah, and therefore both sides have claims. We have a statement in the name of Rabbi Al-Azhar that is following Rava's answer. What was Rava's answer? We just learned Rava's answer. That the end of the Mishnah is talking about where a Ma'amar was made, and therefore since the Ma'amar was made, that's why you say... Uh, she's considered a safik nisu'ah, and therefore yahloka between her family and uh, the Yavam's family. We have a statement in the name of Rabbi Yosef Halina, following Abaye's answer. 
Abaye's answer was that the Sefa is talking about where the money fell when they were married. And since the money fell when they were married, and we're following the opinion of that Betelil that says Yadoki Ada, and therefore when uh, he dies, her husband dies, drops down a notch, therefore it's considered her hand is stronger, therefore she gets everything, according to Betelil. And then the Mitzvah says the opposite. So we have an opinion of Rabbi Yosef holds like Abaye. So the two. Answers of Rabbi Rabbi actually uh, two other two opinions of different Amoraim, Rabbi Azar and Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Gibran says, "Umi Amar Rabbi Azar Hakeh." What do you think? Did Azar say that when a person makes ma'amar, he goes like Bechamai? That if you make a ma'amar, it's considered uh, uh, like as if they've died married. The Gabe, the Tzara and Safek married the Gabe the money. The Amar Rabbi Azar ma'amar lebechamai. Ena kone ela lidhot betzara bilvad. Rabbi Lazar said, the only time Betchamai said that Ma'amar is kone is only to push away the second. But the Gabe the money, no. Which means the Gabe the money, it's not kone at all. And therefore, it's not even a safek, the Gabe the money. So how could you say that uh, Rabbi Lazar holds like this opinion that we just said that the Gabe the money is considered a safek the suah? Rabbi Lazar says, not like that. Only the Gabe to push away the second, the sara bilvad. Because you're right, ipuch. Switch it around. <coughs> Rabbi Al-Azhar is not like Rava's answer. We'll put Rabbi Al-Azhar like Abaye's answer and Rabbi Yoseh like Rava's answer. You have to switch it around because Rabbi Al-Azhar cannot be going like Rava because he doesn't know that Mama is Koneh to make her a safik the su'al to give the money. So switch it around. Dibaitema le'olam no tipuch. Oh, I can tell you, you know what? Don't switch around the answers. Really keep it shama, really keep Rabbi Al-Azhar following the opinion of Rava. I, but what do you mean? He made a statement that said it's only legabet to push away the tzara bilvad. Mashma, but legabet the money, it's not considered a sefik at all. So I can you say it's going like uh, Rava? Because no, Amalekar bin Azar ki amri anadelo sagila beget ela debaein nami halitza. So when I said it, to push away the tzara bilvad, the bilvad is coming to say like this. When you have the three brothers, that's back to the three brothers, right? The two brothers, one of the brothers died, so that lady fell to Yaboom, to the third brother. The third brother made a ma'amar. Then the second brother died, so we're saying that the ma'amar pushes away the sarah bilvad. That's all it does. What did he mean when he said that all it does? He meant to say that it'll push away the sarah. It's the only thing but the gabed, the guy that made the ma'amar, if he wants a divorce, he'll need a regular get plus a halitza. Jeez, don't think that's considered a full marriage where you just need a get. Since you only made a ma'amar, it's like all the ma'amar does is pushes away the salah, but don't, you're still going to need a halitza. That was the point of Rabbi Al-Azhar. However, But who was talking about the chasim over here? That it's not koneh. On the contrary, Nechassim, I'll tell you, really, it is kone. And therefore, it's a safek in the swab. But that wasn't the Bilazar's issue. So you really like to tell you that Bilazar holds like Rava, that holds really that when it comes to the money, she's considered a safek nisua. All you said is only the Gabed Sarab al When I said the Gabed Sarab al all I meant is it only pushes away the Sarab, but don't think she's going to need a get if she wants to get out of it, and a Halitza as well. Don't think she's going to need a Halitza. She needs a Halitza. But I wasn't talking about the money. And therefore, like we all going like Rava, that that's why the Sefa, the Mishnah says, where he made a ma'amar, but Shabbat says, Yachloku. That since he's a fake Messiah, he gets, the Yavam gets part of the money, and the family of the uh, Isha gets part of the money as well. Kamsi Gibran says, 
Amar Papa, Actually, we can make a diuk from the Mishnah that the Mishnah sounds like it's going like Abaye. We'll see what this diuk is. Vafalgav de Kasha Meta. Even though we have a question from the Mishnah going to Abaye, on the second case, why did I choose a case of Meta? Now the Gibraltar is going to explain. What's the proof from the Mishnah for Abaye and what's the question according to Abaye? Keep in mind, Abaye learned. The case of the Risha is talking about where she's alive, I mean, she's, I mean, her husband died, she's a Shomenet Yavam, at that point she got the field, it's her field, nobody can tell her what to do with the village, you can sell it like a Tehidah, do whatever you want. The Sefa is talking about where she got the field when she was married to the first husband. Oh, so when she got the field, when she, and then the husband died, then according to Bet becomes Yadoki Yadah at that point, therefore the, the Yavam takes the place of the husband, so he has a claim, because Yavam fills the place of the husband, and she has a claim as well, Yadoki Yadah, therefore, Yachloku. So, to learn the Mishnah like that, there's a proof to learn the Mishnah like that, but there's a question, if you can learn the Mishnah like that. So, Gibbala says, Dektani, Nechasima, Nechnasim, V'yotzim, Ima. If you remember, at the end of the Mishnah, when we were, what type of properties were we talking about? We were talking about Nechsim Milog. And the way the Mishnah called Nechsim Milog was, Nechasim Nechnasim, V'yotzim, Ima. They enter, and they exit with her. The simple interpretation is, that she brings him into marriage, and she takes him out with marriage. Which is it's her property. That's the way we define Nechsim Milog. So the Gemara says, "My nichnasim umay yotzim, lav nichnasim v'rishut abal, v'yosim v'rishut abal v'rishut av." Which means, according to Abayah, I can say very good. She brought them into the marriage, which means she was married to the first guy. Nichnasim, nichnasim what to the first husband, and then when she dies, yotzim from the baal to her father. Because according to according to the way we're learning the Mishnah here, which means Aliba, let's say to Betelil, all the money goes to the the father, and even according to Bet Shammai, some of the money goes to the father. Which is so that with the the last of the Mishnah, the way it explains the Simulog is Nichnasim uh, v'Yotzim. It's Nichnas in the marriage, and it's Yotzei out, which is after the husband dies, it's Yotzei, let's say, to a different place, to. Tell father. So that Lashon works out good according to Abayir understood the Mishnah. But there's a question according to Abayir. Why did the Mishnah have to choose the case of Metah? Instead of giving a case where it's talking about the actual field after death, the Mishnah could have discussed the case where she's still alive and the argument would be regarding the Perot, which means like this. According to Abayir, what's his main point? The main point is when the field fell to her. In the Rishah, the field fell to her when she was a Shumerit Yabam. Okay? And therefore, she's Shumerit Yabam, it's a field, no question. Oh, in the Sefa, it's talking about when the field fell to her when she was married to the first guy. And then her husband died, and then she died. So, Yabam says, you didn't got to go that far that she died. You could have kept the case even if she was alive. And the discussion is, who gets the perot of those fields? You don't have to discuss the actual field itself. And then when she dies, then the question is, who gets the field? But you could have kept the case even when she's alive, because even with that field, there's a discussion already at that point. Who gets the perot? Does the Yavam eat the perot? Or does the her family get the perot? So therefore, she, at that point already, what's already considering it that 
Yadoki Yada, let's say according to Bet Shammai, Yadoki Yada, which means once, once her husband dies, she has equal rights as the Yavav has equal rights, so therefore discuss the Penor right away. Right now we have discussed when she's still alive. Does the Yavam get to eat the perot or does the Hafim get to eat the perot? So therefore there's this Akashia, according to Abayir, why did the Mishnah have to go to the extreme where uh, he, he give a case beta, you could have gave your same point even Bechayia and discussed the point of perot. So that's, that's uh, you have a good point, have a proof to Abayir and you have a question uh, from Abayir. Yavara concludes this sugya. Yavara says, Vetu la midi. Which is more than that, there's nothing. Which means, um, the Abayez, the yuk is a strong diuk, even though there's a uh, question, and uh, that's it. Do, do la midi, nothing more to say. Meaning, the, the question is a question on him, but the proof is a proof on him, and there's nobody, uh, nobody can say otherwise. End of sugya. Okay, now we go to the next part of the Mishnah. Mishnah said like this. Let's say a lady uh, was married, her husband died. Now she's considered a shomeret uh, yavam. Now she's waiting to make yibum, and the yavam makes yibum. So the Mishnah's language was kansa harei lechol davar. They married lechol davar, which means it's considered a full-fledged wife. So the Gemara says lemayil keta. What's left coming out? What do you mean full-fledged wife? For, for which? Uh, which halachot? Amar Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Lomar Shin Megarsha Beget To tell you that what? That now if you want to get divorced You need to get It means no more halita It's considered Once you make your boom on a lady she, You're married her now Now if you want to break the marriage Halita is not enough anymore Now you need an actual Get, that's what it means Umahzira And what? You can take her back which is what's the law when a person is married and he gives his wife a divorce? He's allowed to no. That's the hadush. That once already you marry her in yibum, she becomes a regular lady now. She doesn't go back to becoming eshet ah anymore. And therefore, you're able to if you want to divorce, you divorce with a regular get. And what? You can take her back. As long as she didn't get married to somebody else, she's considered that regular. So get what I says. Begar shabeget peshita. Well, I mean, of course. So, you know, I, I need a pasuk to tell me. I need, I need a mishnah to tell me. I give her a get. She's your wife. Well, of course, you need a get. Come on, son. Kadadachamina ho'il uchtiv. Since the pasuk says, ulkaha lo leisha v'yibema, it says you'll take her for a wife. V'yibema, and you'll make yibum. Amar Rachmana, the Torah says, v'adain yibume adishon alea. I mean, even after you take her as a wife, the pasuk says v'yibema. That she's called a Yibama. So I would have thought Mahalitza in Begetlo. So I would have thought that she could still get the Halitza because the Pasuk calls her Yibama after. Kamash Ma'alan. That no, that really the Yibama is coming, the word Yibama is coming to teach me something else. And therefore, really, you need a get. So I, I need to tell me that because I would have thought otherwise in the word Yibama. Kamash Ma'alan. No, you need a get. It's considered a full fledged wife. Kamash Ma'alan says. Right, we learned earlier that V'yibbema is coming to teach me that you can even do it Baal Kurha. That was what the word V'yibbema was coming to teach me according to one opinion. V'yibbema, that when you make the Yibum, you can even be against how well according to one opinion. Now, Mahzira, and you can take her back, Pshita. Again, Pashut, what do I have to tell me that for? Of course I can take her back. She's like a regular wife, why can't I take her back? Now, Sadra Dakamina, Mitzvah, Deram, Yerachmana, Ale, Avda. The Mitzvah that the Torah told you to do, Yibum was finished. Hashtatikum Alea Bisur Eshetah. 
I might have thought now she goes back to becoming Eshet Ah, which is once you make the boons finished, now she turns into Eshet Ah. So maybe you cannot take her back. Kamash Malan, no, you're allowed to take her back. She's your wife now. That looks like a regular wife. Well, who said Maybe you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the deed is she can't take her back. Who told you? Amar Kera Ulkaha Lo Leisha, which means once you take her, Kevan Shilakha. Finish. When it's the Torah calls her an Isha, Nafkaminaf, you divorce her, doesn't matter. She, she's like a wife. You can take her back. Comes the Gemara continues, a quote from the Mishnah. Now, we said that when she gets, in this case over here, where she was married, regular the case of Yibum. She was married, the husband died, and now she made Yibum with the brother. So the deen of the Mishnah was that he does not have to pay ketubah. Meaning, in the event that the brother now either dies or gets divorced, the ketubah comes from the estate of the deceased, of the first guy, the original husband. The ketubah payment, he doesn't have to pay the ketubah, he just uh, assumed, the original ketubah is assumed, and therefore he doesn't have to make that payment. What's the logic? What's the reason? Gemara says very simply, He didn't ask to marry this lady. What are you going to put a burden on the guy now? All of a sudden, the Torah says you got to marry this lady. Now they're going to stop liens on his properties because the Torah put this lady as his wife? Then what's not fair? Which means he didn't ask to marry this lady. He was forced to marry this lady. So you're going to say now, From the Torah, they put a wife on him. Now you're going to say what? There's liens on his field now that she has? Can't, can't do that. Ela, we say, the Ketubah comes from the first husband. Oh. But in the event that say the first husband did not have properties, and did not have what to pay the Ketubah, then we make a Takana that the second guy, there's liens on his property for the Ketubah. Why? We don't want to make it easy on the second guy to divorce her. Which means, if, he, if, if there's no payment, he has to make a payment to her, so it's very easy for him to divorce. Mm-hmm. But once already you put a, 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 a lien on his property, that he's going to have to pay her if he gets divorced, so that's going to think twice. So in the event where the money coming from the first husband, okay, we're not making any takanot, that's the law. But once already there's no payment bechlal, so now already we make the guy put a payment on his uh, shabud on his property, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to make the, uh, the payment, in the event that he dies or gets divorced. Mishnah begins. Mitzvah Bagadon Liyabim. New point. The mitzvah is on the oldest to make the Yibum. He have brothers now, a couple of brothers. So the Mishnah tells us, who does the mitzvah fall on first? So the mitzvah is on the oldest of the brothers. They learn it from the Pasuk, Bevehaya Bechor. Right? At the Bechor he has the mitzvah. Loratza, if he doesn't want, mehalchin al kol So they go down the line to the next oldest brother. Loratzu, let's say they all refuse, chosrin etzil gadol. So it goes all the way around, back to the oldest. Ve'amurim lo alecha mitzvah. It's on you to do the mitzvah, or halots, or yibem. Either make halitza or make yibum. So that's the protocol. You start with the bechor, he refuses, we'll see exactly what he refuses. If he means he refuses halitza or he refuses yibum, but the point is you go down the line. If everybody refuses, you go back to the first guy and you force him either to make a halitza or yibum. Tala vekatan achi yagdil. 
Which means, let's say, one of the brothers was Mamasha Katan. Katan is a minor. He's not able to make, let's say, Halitza uh, or Yibum when he's a minor. So one of the brothers, when it came to him to make the Yibum, like it was his turn, he said, listen, I'm, uh, you know, passing. We'll wait for the Katan to get older, and he'll, uh, and he'll uh, you know, make Halitza or Yibum. Or, Bagadol, Ayam. Or he says like this, one of the brothers, not the oldest brother. He says, you know what? I'm going to pass. Let's wait until the oldest brother comes from Medinatayam. Let's say the oldest brother was away. So they want to delay it. Either they want to delay it for the Katan till he grows up, to, to be able to fulfill the Mizvah. Or they want to delay it until the oldest brother, let's say, comes from uh, overseas so he can fulfill the Mizvah. Or, Heres or Shoteh. Well, they say, you know, one of the brothers is Heres or Shoteh. So one of the brothers, you know what, let's wait for the Hadesh or the Shote to become uh, smart again. And they want it to become uh, better. In Shum'im lo. We do not listen to these delay tactics. Ela Omrim lo alecha mizvah. We tell the guy, listen, the mizvah is on you. O chalot o yebem. Which means don't waste, uh, don't waste time. You have to make a halitza or you have to make a yibum. Which means we do not allow uh, the uh, delay. Which means, bottom line, if he's the oldest brother right now here, you got to do it. We're not going to let you go say, wait for the Qatar to get older, wait for the Hadesh to get better, wait for the older brother to get back from uh, overseas. You're the oldest brother right now who's here, the Bizvaz on you, you got to do it. They force him uh, to do it. If he's not there, you go to the next oldest brother. So this oldest, the next oldest guy says, you know what, I'll wait for the Qatar. Hey, no, no excuses. You got to do it right now. Or he comes along and says, no, wait for the... Uh, the come back. The other guy to come back, or wait for the Hadish. No, they do it. Comes the Gemara now and analyzes. Itmar. Gemara gives a scenario. Which is better? Bi'at katan, bahalitzat gadol. Over katan means not a minor, it means a younger of the brothers. He's, a, he's old, when he's able to make a halitzat yibum. He's just the younger of the brothers. So now what's better? Bi'ah of the younger brother or Halitza of the older brother? Because we did say mitzvah begadol. So now what do we, what do we mean when we say mitzvah begadol? Does it even mean it's better to have a Halitza of the gadol over a Bi'ah of the katan? Which takes precedent here? Good question. So the Gemara says... Pedigi <laughs> When you have a gadol around, the bi'av, the katan is nothing. Which is, in a karami, I agree that Yibum is the ikar mitzvah. But when there's a gadol around, he overrides everything, and the bi'av, the younger brother, means nothing. Therefore, the halitzav, the older brother, is better. It's not Good? That's the going proofs. Tenan, we learn to know Mishnah. Lo that's it, the older brother refuses. Mahazirina kol So what, we go down the line, to all the brothers. My love... It must be that the first brother, when he refused, he refused to make Yibum. But he was willing to make a Halitza. And still, what do we say? We go down the line. 
Viketani mehalchin etzel ahin. Why? Because we're trying, we'd rather have a younger brother make a yibum. So what do you see? Shma mina bi'at katan adifa. You see that bi'at of katan is better. Kabbalah says, lo, lo ratzal lachlotz velo liyabim. And we're talking about over here, where the oldest brother is the one who anything. So similarly, when they went down the line also, Jeez, nobody wanted to do anything. So that Gemara says, So then why do you go back to the Gadol first? Which means, Which he just forced the other guys to do. Which means once already you tell me that I want to do anything. Which really tells me now, we don't care what the guy makes. Even make a, somebody make a halitza over here. So now already, why would Betin be matriach once already you buy the last brother? Right? So now you're going to say, oh, he doesn't want to do anything. We're going to go back to the first brother and force him. Already you got the last brother in Betin. Force the last brother to make the halitza. Would you want you anything? Tell me to all argue they want to do nothing. Not the first guy, not the next guy down the line. So we say, oh, you know what? Go back to the first brother to force him. What are you going to go to the first brother? If it's somebody with a guy, nobody wants to do anything over here, what's got the last brother in Bethlehem? At that point, force him and tell him, listen, you got to do something. Do a halitza. So the Gemara says, no. Kevan de mitzvah ale dider amya. Since bottom line, the mitzvah, the ketayla is on the first brother. So then we go back and we force him. But the point is you have no ra'ayah from our Mishnah. Is, is the Biat Katan better? Comes the Gemara says, Tenan, we learned in the Mishnah. Tala bekatan achi yagdil. In shuv'imlo. Would we say, let's say one of the brothers, the oldest of the brothers, let's say, says, you know what? I don't want to do it. I'm going to wait for the Katan, the younger brother, was mamash young, too young to do anything. I want to wait till he gets older. Now, the biat katan adifa. If you tell me that the biat the katan is better, amai in shumainlo. Why don't you listen to him? Nintar. We should wait for the katan to get bigger. Dilma gadilu miyapem. So therefore, you see, must be that biat katan is not better. Again, if biat katan is better, we should wait. Why don't you wait? Which the guy says like this: I don't want to do it. I want to wait for the katan. We don't, we don't listen to him. What do you mean? Listen to him. Because now you, you'll get it. You'll get a piat katan of fahot. It must be that piat katan is not better. So the according to you, according to you that wants to say that what that the halitza has better. And you want to say the halitza has better. Ubagadol ad sheva midatayam it shumayblo. Right? We said if the gadol is a midinatayam, you don't listen. Right? They go to one of the brothers. Do something. You know, I'm going to wait for my brother to come back from Medinatayam. Amai, nintar, dilma, halitz. If you're telling me that, according to you, that what's saying that the halitza of the older one is better, so then we should wait. Which is, according to, which is a question on the other opinion as well. According to the opinion, the halitza of the gadol is better than Yibu of the katan. So the Chaura, why shouldn't you wait for the Gadot to come back? Wait for the Gadot to come back from Midratayam to let him make a Halitza. Ela, you have to say, Kol Shiui Mitzvah Lo Mashinan. You know what the reason of this Mishnah is? You know why you don't wait for the Katan to get older? You know why you don't wait for the Gadot to come back from Midratayam? You don't wait. You don't delay the Mitzvah. Finished. Which means you cannot prove from here whether Halitza. Gadol is better than 
Yibum Katan, or vice versa. Because the case that we're discussing on the Mishnah is a different factor. There's a Shihui factor. Once you're delaying, everybody agrees, you don't delay. Our question is talking about where both of them are able to be fulfilled at the same time. Where you have a Yibum of a Katan and a Halitza of a God. That's the question. Our Mishnah, our Mishnah is a different item. Once there's a delay, everybody's going to agree, don't delay. You do what you're supposed to do. Immediately, we're not going to push the mitzvah. Wait till the guy comes back. Wait till the katan gets older. Comes the Gemara and says, "Eat the amre." Some have a different version. adifa. Oh, according to the second version, everybody holds vaday biat katan is better. The younger brother, if he's going to make a biat. For sure, he takes precedence over the chalitza of an older brother. Well, so, what's the mahlokit then? Kipeligi bahalitzat katan. The mahlokit is by the chalitza of a katan. Uh, what's the what's the case? Vaachi itmat chalitzat katan vachalitzat gadol. If it's a choice between the chalitza of a katan or the chalitza of a gadol. One said, no, you guys told Gadol, it's better to do a Halitzah. And the other opinion says, no, once you're in the Halitzah level, everybody's equal. Gemara explains. Bottom line, because always the Gadol has a precedent, whether it's in Yibum or whether it's in Halitzah. He learns that which we give the precedence to the Gadol, that's only the Gabi Yibum. Once already doing Khalitza, everybody's equal. Therefore, whether you're a Gadol, whether you're a Katan, Khalitza, everybody's the same. So that's the Mahlokit. Comes the Gabriel now, brings proofs. Tinan, we have a Mishnah. Right, let's say they go down the line with the brothers, right? They're all refusing. Chosrin Etzel Gadol. So they end up going back to the oldest. My love. Must be means Same proofs we're bringing Which means must be that what They didn't want the older The brothers didn't want to make Yibum And they wanted to make a Halitza Viktani And what does it say? Chuzrin etzil gadol Now what do we do? We try to go after the The oldest Even though We go down the line Which is why we go down the line Once already they're refusing to make Halitza So then we thought everybody's Equal. Oh, Shma'mina, Halitza, Gadol, Hadifa. Must be that what? But still, even when it comes to Halitza, the Gadol is. takes precedence. Lo, that's not the way to learn the Mishnah. Lo, Ratsu, Lo, Lachlot, Veloli, Yabim. It's talking about where they didn't want to do anything. Dechvata, so similarly, Dechvata, Gabe, Gadol. When they went to the Gadol, Lo, Ratsa, Lo, Lachlot, so they want, nobody wanted to do anything over here. So the Gemara says, Ela amai chazin etzil gadol. The mikveyes said in the same question. So what do you have to go back to the gadol to force him? Once already got the last guy in betin, force him to do something. Lichveyahu lididu. So he was not kevad the mitzvah aler lididu ramiyah lididu chayfina. Since the katayla the mitzvah is on the gadol, so therefore we bring him back to betin and let him force him to do at least a halitza. Tashema, we bring another question or a type of proof. Right, let's say one of the brothers say, you know, listen, I want to wait for the oldest brother to come back from uh, We don't listen to him. But if you tell me the halitza of the older brother is better, let's wait 
Dilma Ate Vahalitz. Good question. If you tell me the Chalitzah to get those better, why do you say in the Mishnah, don't wait? I don't know. We should wait till the guy comes back with the Natayam in order to make a Chalitzah, because Chalitzah got all Hanifa. Come on, what do you mean? Vilatamech? According to you, the way you're understanding that, uh, that what? Couldn't you want to understand that they're equal? You want to tell me that they're the same? Bekatan Achiyadil. One of the cases of the Mishnah was that one of the brothers said, you know what? Let's wait for the Katan to get older. Right, listen. It's according to you that say that when Haditha is Gadol and Katan, they're equal, but you agree that what? That your boom is better. Everybody agrees your boom is better. So therefore, according to you, it's also a question. Why do you say in the case of the Katan that you don't wait for the Katan? I don't wish you wait for the Katan because maybe he'll make a Yiboom. So the Gemara says, "Ela again, when it comes to delaying, you can't bring any proofs because everybody's going to agree. The only time we have a machlokah is when everything is equal. But the, the mitzvah is not going to be delayed. Then we have a machlokah: is halitzat katan uh, uh, equal to halitzat gadol, or is halitzat gadol better? But in the Quran, when it comes to delaying, everybody's going to agree. You don't delay, not even for potential. You boom." For the katan, and not for potentially even the halitza of the gadol. Because by when it comes to delay, you do the mitzvah immediately. Even if you're going to have to do a halitza by one of the younger brothers, even if you're going to have to forfeit the yibum of a katan, kol shui mitzvah lo mashina. So we have no proof really from the cases of our Mishnah to this machloket. But it indeed is a machloket, like the halitza of a gadol and a katan, which takes precedence. Tanatam, we learned in the Mishnah. Mitzvat Yibum Kodemet Mitzvat Halisa. Okay, new law. Lady falls to Yibum. On the Yabam, there's two mitzvot there. There's mitzvah, he can either make a Yibum, that means have a relation, bi'a, or he can break it with a Halitza, which takes precedence. Or do you say, maybe the recall, do whatever he wants. The Yabam says, no. Mitzvah Yibum Kodemet Mitzvah Halisa. But I was saying that really the mitzvah of Yibum does take precedence. But Ishona, originally, But that's only talking in the old days, where they used to have kavanah for the sake of the mitzvah. Which is when they made the Yibum, they had no other intent. They didn't do it because she was a pretty lady, or because they wanted to marry a lady with money. They did it for the sake specifically of mitzvah. mitzvah. But today, that people don't have the Shem Shemaim anymore when it comes to this, Amru Mitzvat Halitza Kodemit the Mitzvat Yibum. Then already they say, better to do the Halitza, because now you can run into problems. Because if you're not doing the Shem Shemaim, for this Bi'av, it can be like Eshet Ah. And therefore, don't get involved. And therefore, the whole thing is the Shem Shemaim, this Mitzvah. But today, they're not the Shem Shemaim, they're doing it for beauty and for money. Therefore, better to opt for the Mitzvah Halitza. Amar Rav. Rav says like this, in kofim, we don't force. Now what does this mean, we don't force? It's a very, very short statement here. So Rashi explains to us, look at the top Rashi. Amar Rav, in kofim, meaning, if both the man and the lady want to make yibu, meaning it's consensual, in kofim otolachlotz. We don't force them to make halitza. I mean, Rav argues on this. Rav holds if, if the both of them want to make a yibum, we let them make a yibum. Dinema lav le mitzvah mechavne ufagab bisud eshet ah. 
We're not going to suspect them that if they want to make you boom, that the guy's doing it for ulterior motives, therefore you're going to have an Eshet Ach problem. No, Rav says we don't suspect for that. Hey, like, a guy wants to make you boom, and she's willing to make you boom as well? We let them. So in Kofin means we don't force them to make a Halitza where they want to make you boom. Now, Ela, Iba'em Yabim. If he wants to make you boom, fine. Umiyu, Hechadut Saveli Yibume. Where he wants to make you boom. Vi'ihi Amra Lo Ba'inale. And she says, I'm not interested. Ve'amra Devarim Nikarim. And she gave good reasons why she doesn't want to make you boom with this guy. Imatsinu Le'atruya. So we, want to, we don't want this guy to make you boom when the lady doesn't want. So therefore, if you could trick him, trick him. How would you trick him? We fooled the guy. So listen, if you make Khalitza, we'll give you 200 bucks. So beautiful. It makes Khalitza, you don't got to give the $200. We just force him to give the Khalitza because we, we don't want him to make a Khalitza or you boom when this lady doesn't want. You fool him. Vilo, but if he doesn't even want that, I'm not doing. I want to make you boom. Khafina le bechalitz. You force the guy to make halitza. So therefore, Rav saying you only will make a yibum when it's consensual, but you can let them make yibum. The amount of sheshat minayim the yibamash shenaflal lefnei mukat shchin shein chosmin otai. Remember we learned earlier. Let's say a yibamah falls to mukat shchin. The guy's an ugly guy. How do you know you don't silence her? Meaning, she has a claim. She's able to say, I don't want to go with this guy. By the way, don't think only she has a claim to refuse when the guy's an ugly guy, when he has boils all over his face. Any claim that she has that she doesn't want to go with the guy, you have to accept her claim. There was a story in Saidan. Bursi is a guy who was a tanner. He worked in the tannery. The people that work in the tannery, they smell. Shemit. So he died. Velo ah bursi. And his brother was also a tanner. Amru hachamim. Hachamim said, Yechola shetomar. This lady could say, Le'achicha iti yechola lekabel. Ve'lecha eni yechola lekabel. So listen, I was married to one bursi, your brother, but I'm not marrying you over here. Ready? I tolerated your brother. But I don't have to take uh, you over here. So therefore, you see what? You see, according to Rav, let's review Rav's statement over here. Rav saying, in Kofin, you don't force them to make a halitza, we both want to make you boom, Ela, you allow them to make you boom, and we're not hoshesh, that he's not going to have Shalom Hashem, Mitzvah. Comes Gemara and continues. Ki atu de Rav, when a couple that fell to Yibum used to come in front of Rav, Amar lehu, Iba'it chalutz, Iba'it yibim. Do whatever you want. You want to make chalitza, make chalitza. You want to make yibum, make yibum. Bedidach talar rachmana. Bore olam gave you the options. V'im lo yachpotz ha'ish. Right? It says, if the man does not want to make yibum, then he will make chalitza. Implying what? Ha'im hafetz. But if he wants... So Iba'i Khalitz, Iba'i Yibim, it makes Khalitz, it makes Yibum. Which means, the Torah tells the Yavam, it's up to you. Ve'af Rav Yehuda Savar in Kofin. And we have a proof that the Yehuda also holds, you don't force them to make Khalitz. You give them the option of Yibum. Where do you see that the Yehuda gave the couple the option to Yibum? Mede'atkin Rav Yehuda begita da Khalitz. Now, 
In the event where, let's say, they made chalitza, halakas, you have to write a, a, a shtar. Which means this lady now needs a get. But the get is called a get chalitza. What do you need that get for? So she has proof in Betin, if she wants to remarry, she's got to show a document that Halitza was done to, otherwise she's still connected to the Yavam. So we're going to quote now Rav Yehuda, when he used to write a Get Halitza, to text that he used to write in the Get Halitza. So let's do the text. The text says like this, Ech plonit bat ploni, how this lady, the daughter of so-and-so, ekrebat yat ploni, Brought to Beddin, this man, Yivama Kodamana, the Yavam in front of us, Lebedina, Vishtimodeinu, and we proved that what? The Ahud de Mitna Beabaniu, Abedin verified that this is indeed the brother of the deceased from his father, meaning this is actually the correct fellow, the Yavam. The Amrile, and we told him this is all written in the star. Itzavit liyabam, yabem. If you're willing to make yibum, make yibum. but if you don't want to make yibum, itla la reglech dimina. Extend your right foot towards her. Itla la regla, and that's what he did. He extended his leg towards her. Dimina, right leg. Visharat sine me'al daglohi. And she took the shoe off his right leg. Viyarakt be'alpohi. And she spit in front of him. Rukad mitchaja lebedina alara. Enough spit that the beti was able to identify it as spit on the floor. Which is how the suggests to spit substantially in front of him that the beti can see the spit. So what do you see in, in the star over here? That when the Yudah wrote the star, he said, we gave him the option to make Yibum. So you see, even the Yudah holds that what? You don't force to make Halitza. Why? Because in the star, they said, the guy came in front of us, we identified him that he's the brother, and we said, you know, if he wants to make Yibum, let him make Yibum, but he refused, so we told him, extend your leg. So you see, according to Yudah, also, Yibum is an option. Good? Continue. Rabbi Chaya finished the text of this Get Halitza. And we read to him what's written in the Torah of Moshe. Which means at the time of the Halitza, there are different Pesukim that are read. What's the Pesukim that we're talking about over here? The Pesuk says... That uh, the Yavama tells the Yavam, Me'en Yavami, that this uh, fellow does not want to make Yibum to me, Lakim Nahim Shemi Yisrael, Lo Ava Yibami. And the Yavam has to say, Lo Hafatsi Lekata. So therefore, we read all the different Pesukim to them that apply in the Perasha in order to make the proper Halitha. Uh, so that was written in the Get Ready. And all the Pesukim that are written in the Torah were read at the ceremony. They wrote that in the. Uh, in the Handish, in the Ghent. Comes the Gibran says, Ishtimudinhu, we identified this fellow as the brother of the deceased. Right? Wasn't that one of the things that was written in the Ghent? Mm-hmm. We identified him. So the Gibran says, How do you identify him? Pedigi Some say need witnesses. You need two witnesses to come in and say, We testify that this is indeed the brother. 
Vehad Amar Afilu Karov Afilu Isha. You don't need kosher witnesses for this. Even a relative, even a lady. Why? Which means over here did not testify on a halakha of Isur. We just want who's this guy? We didn't get to the Isur now and then. So then when it comes to Isur, halachic, then you already need kosher adim. Here, it's not a halachic issue. We just want to know who's this guy over here. So the gabe, just a revelation that already it's enough. To even have a lady testify and even a relative. Good, we continue. Barishona Shayumit Kabinim Lishim Mitzvah. Originally we said, when they used to have Kabana for the sake of Mitzvah, Mitzvah Yibum Kodemit the Mitzvah Alisa. The mitzvah is to make you move first. The achshav she'em mitkavenim l'shem mitzvah, but today that you don't have kavanah for l'shem mitzvah, amru mitzvot halitzah kodem l'mitzvot yibum. The halitzah takes place first. Amar Rabbi Barham, Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Hazru Lomar mitzvot yibum kodem l'mitzvot halitzah. The rabbis changed their mind. They went back to uh, yibum. Come on, what do you mean they changed their mind? Amar Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Akshur Dare. <laughs> Do the generations get better? Usually the generations don't get better. So what's when the rabbis said people are not the same Shemaim anymore? How can you tell me? Eh, the rabbis referred it back to the old door. They make you what about Shunit? That eh? The door, the door became kasher. It usually doesn't work that way. Because I know. He's like this. Meikara savala kabashaul ulbesov savala kerabanan. Originally they held like abashaul, and then they changed their mind to hold like the banan. What is that? Abba Shaul is the opinion that holds that you need the uh, Shem Shamayim. Therefore, if you don't have the Shem Shamayim, it's going to be a uh, problem. So, therefore, originally they held like Abba Shaul. But if you're not going to be the Shem Shamayim, it's considered Eshet Ah. Almost Eshet Ah. And therefore, the kids can be close to even being Mamzerim. And therefore, they said, you know what, don't do it. But then they changed their mind, they went like the Rabbanan. And the Rabbanan hold really, even if you don't have Kavaran Hashem Shamayim, the Torah just says, make a Bi'ah. Once you make a Bi'ah, it's considered a Mitzvah, and therefore it's okay. So therefore, it's not that the generations change. The rabbis change their opinions and who they held like. Originally, they went like a Bashar. Oh, then, you know what, we're going to take the opinion of Rabbanan. Now the Gibraltar explains. The Tanya, we have a Brighter. A guy that makes bi'ah with the yibama, l'shem noi, for the sake of beauty, or l'shem ishut, or just for the sake of uh, marriage, or l'shum davaracher, or for any other ulterior motive, ki'ilu pogeya be'erva. It's as if he's going with an erva, eshet ach, ve'karov ani be'enai liyot tavalad mamzer. And it's close, which means not going to be a Vadai Mamzer, but it's close, the kid's going to be like a Mamzer. That's called Taba Shaul. The Torah says, Yevama Yavo Aleha Mikol Makom. Any type of Bi'ah is considered, okay, so Akhirim obviously are lenient. Now, Gabbana says, Man Tana Leha Mitanur Baran. Who is the author of the following Brayta? Listen to the Brayta. Yevama yavo aleha. Right? The Yavam will have relations with this lady. Mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. 
שבתחילה הייתה עליו בכלל היתר. Originally this lady was permissible to him. Before she married his brother, I'm looking at the relation between the Yavam and this lady, the history between the Yavam and this lady now, his brother's wife. Originally she was permissible to him. Before she married his brother, he could have married a straight. When she married his brother, she became Asura. And then when the brother died, she became permissible again. Does she go back to becoming permissible like she was originally? That's what it puts on her. She's not as permissible as she was originally. Now she's only permissible if it's Lashem Mitzvah. So who's the author of this Braita? Mantana Amar Bitrak Bar Abdimi Abashauli. It's gotta be Abashaul. Why? So let's read it like Abashaul. The Hakik Amar. Yebaba Yavalea Mitzvah. When the Pasuk is Yebaba Yavala means he has to do it Lashem Mitzvah. Originally, before the brother married her, she was permissible. What do you mean permissible? In any way. She's originally could have married her any which way. Once the brother married her, she became Asura. And then she became permissible after the husband of brother died. Yaakov ta'zod eterari shon Does she become permissible as she was originally? No Tamudwa yevama yavo alea Limitzvah davka For the mitzvah So you see that's the way Abba Shaul will learn this braita That what? She was originally permissible What does permissible mean? You could have married her anyway you wanted her When a guy gets married He doesn't have to marry the Shem mitzvah He can marry the Shem any, any reason he wants to marry her Once she married the brother She becomes Asur once the brother died, she becomes permissible. I don't think she becomes permissible like she was originally. Now she only is permissible through the mitzvah of Yibum. But it's got to be the Shem Mitzvah. If it's not the Shem Mitzvah, no good. That's where Abba Shaul will learn. Rava Amar Afilu Banan. I can learn that that bright is even going like the rabbis. That say you don't have to do with the Shem Mitzvah. How can you learn like that? Rachi Kamar. Yevama Yavu Alea Mitzvah. Shebetehila Ita Bechal Heter. Originally this lady before she was married to the brother was mutar, meaning Ratsa Konsa, Ratsa Eno Konsa. Which means originally this lady was permissible to the... to this... Um, originally when this lady... Uh, before she got married, was permissible to the Yavam. Meaning, would it be permissible if he wanted to marry her? He could. If he doesn't want to marry her, he doesn't. Meaning, he has the option. Ne'esra, then when she married the brother, she became forbidden to him. Hazra vehutra, and now she became permissible again once the brother died. Yaakov ta'zol etera rishon, ratsa konsa, ratsa eno konsa. Which means, do you think that now she goes back to the original level where you have options? No, it doesn't have options anymore. Ratsa eno konsa, ha'agida be. Bechdi which means, what does that mean? You think she'll go back to the original level where if he wants, he can uh, take her, and if not, 
Not because what do you mean? Of course not. That, that, that's not an option. He, she's connected to him. She, she's connected to him. He has to either make a yibum or a halitza. Ela ema ratsa konsar ratsa cholitzla, which means now it's not like the original. Let's go back like the original. Tabudomar yevama yavo alea mitzvah, which means according to the banan, learn the brayta like this. Originally. Originally, this lady was mutar. What does it mean mutar? He wants to marry her. He can marry her. He doesn't want to marry her. He doesn't have to marry her. No, he doesn't want to marry her. Okay? She gets married. She becomes asur. What does it mean asur? It's The brother dies. She becomes permissible. Oh, do you think when we say she comes permissible, it's like the original uh, hit it? That if he wants to marry her, yeah, if not, not. Come on, that's not an album. We can accept that as a mean anything. Because what do you mean? It's connected to connected to He has to do something. Oh, so you thought that it goes back to being if he wants to marry a yeah, or he wants to make halitza. He can. It's a mitzvah. Meaning it's a mitzvah to make yibum. But what are we saying over here? Not that you have to be the Shem Shamayim. Meaning, there is a mitzvah preference to make a yibum. So therefore, she doesn't go back to the original Heter. The original Heter, do whatever you want. Here, we know you don't have to, don't have to do whatever you want. Either you have to make a Bi'ah, or you have to make a Halitzah. So what's the Pesukah? So that it's a Mitzvah, to make you boom. That has to be the Shem Shabbai. And therefore, you see, according to the Banan, a person is even allowed to make you boom, even if it's not the Shem Shamayim. And that's the way they learn the Brayta, not like Abbas Sha'ul. It's actually a great Mahalukah between... The Sefaradi, Maran, and the Ramah. The Ramah says, Bizman Hazir, we don't make Yibum, we only make Halitza. But Maran, and Ibn Aizir holds that Ibn Bizman Hazir, we make Yibum. And you know, Achav of and Erish Israel, till today in his Bedin, they still make the Mitzvah of Yibum. Amen, Amen.